Hello. Yo. Um, I had to run downstairs because my food was burning. <laughs> All right. Oh, but. fucking roll down the stairs there we go this is an honest platform (laughs) hi welcome back it's your host taylor and zion it has been a while it has been a while crocodile i'm Um, lockdown life treating you oh hun it has not been cute no (laughs) we have not been having a good time over here (laughs) sounds like we're six bottles of vodka in three bottles of gin (laughs) two fucking teaspoons of crack (laughs) box of galaxy (laughs) Ten boxes of galaxy. Shit, you really are living rough. Honestly, honestly, the depression has been real. Let me fucking tell you. I never thought I would see the day where I would be in the middle of Sainsbury's looking at which fucking vegetable to to try and then just breaking down in tears for no fucking reason. No, you did not. (laughs) No, you didn't. Like, the older I get, the more I can relate to Britney's meltdown. Girl, I shaved my hair off five years ago. I've been there. (laughs) You're ahead of the game. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've been there. I've got the t-shirt, baby. If you need to shave your hair, let me know. I'll help. (laughs) Like, obviously, we had a break from this. Um, But, yeah, we just needed... I mean, I personally needed some time to recharge. I don't even think... (laughs) I've been plugged into the fucking (laughs) socket and I still ain't recharged. You've been on 1%. (laughs) On airplane mode. (laughs) For the last three weeks. It ain't moving. (laughs) It's not been good for either of us. No, it has not. It has not. I don't know what it is, though. I don't know whether it was like a lack of the podcast or just like a bit up of like being in lockdown I don't know just a multitude of things I definitely think lockdown has so much to do with it because my sister-in-law recently was really struggling with um depression and feeling like isolated yeah and my brother's brother um he's currently on antidepressants now because he can't handle it and like these are really strong-willed people that I'm talking about so yeah the yeah, fact they're crumbling is like it's it's okay, cra- I'm not a pussy ass bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's crazy though, because I think I'm enjoying lockdown. Like in my head, I'm like, this is fucking great. I can do nothing. But obviously, my brain thinks differently. Yeah. It's all subconscious. It's all subconsciously, really. Yeah. Let's move on to our next segment. Um, should we do read out some people's stories? Do you not want to do questions first? Oh, okay. Yeah, let's do some questions. Ooh, ah. <laughs> it's been so long since there's been a musical. <laughs> it really has. <laughs> the people have missed our voices. I forgot to warm up my vocal cords. I'll do them now. <laughs> Okay. That's how you warm them up. <laughs> That's how we used to do it in stage school. Girl, if I didn't have all these cuts on the back of my throat, <laughs> I would show you. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's fucking go. 
what motivated you guys to start this podcast? I feel like this is a you question because I was just sitting in my car one day and you was like, <laughs> hey, you want to start a podcast? And I was like, uh, sure. <laughs> that is pretty much it. <laughs> what motivated me? Attention seeking. Um, <laughs> So I was like, why drink all these gin bottles in my bedroom alone when I can put it out there for the world? <laughs> yes. And get views and likes for it. <laughs> a cry for help, a cry for attention. <laughs> Fucking nice. Tick, tick. Yeah, so basically, I've actually wanted to start a podcast for years, but I never really knew what to do my podcast on so I think one that the first podcast that really made me want to do a podcast is one called My Favourite Murder and it's these two women who are obsessed with like true crime Mm -hmm. and they both read out a like a murder each but they do Uh it with comedy um, and I just thought it was a really interesting They con- sound like some sick bitches. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just thought it was a really interesting concept to put like really awful situations and then like blend it with comedy. So, and that was sort of like my sense of humor. Um, he was and- like, oh my God, he slit her neck so funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Say it again. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, and then one that, really helped me think of a concept was Sophia with an F where yeah basically she there's she does episodes where she talks about like funny things that have happened in her life and I was like oh my god so many funny things that have happened in my life too but what's even better so many traumatic things have happened (laughs) let's fucking go and I'm I've also I've always been like yeah I think um, in terms of like the experiences that we've had, um, I've always, um, yeah, wanted to be a voice, wanted to be a voice for a person of colour, wanted to be a voice for a woman, wanted to be a voice for um, a sexual abuse um, survivor and and all of these sorts of things. Um, I've always been quite creative. Um, yeah, I studied English literature with creative writing at uni um, and I put a lot of that into my poetry and writing that I do. And then I thought, what better way than to blend them all together and tell everyone about my life because they clearly want to hear about it, right? Right. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, who better to do this with than the craziest, psycho, funny as fuck bitch that I know? Taylor <laughs> I, was like, I thought it was going to be old dog <laughs> I was like this bitch has more problems than me <laughs> this bitch has a new problem every day <laughs> let me capitalise on this bitch <laughs> money hey bitch <laughs> she um, had in her throat but she ramming it with toothbrushes <laughs> money <laughs> you know it you know it um but yeah so that's really it and then I sort of talked to the the idea through of Taylor and Taylor was like let's fucking do this <laughs> <laughs> I'm an attention seeking whore too I'm with it <laughs> show me the dollar signs (laughs) that that was pretty much exactly how it went yeah (laughs) um cool do you want to read out the next question yes how many hours a week do you put into each episode 
Now, I want to start this again with, I feel like this is a you question. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, God. Honestly, Zan has like been the backbone through the whole first season. Nothing would have been done without her from like episodes, editing, everything. Like she has just been on top of everything. Like, girl thank you don't make me cry no really like (laughs) honestly like this whole podcast is literally like ridden off your back you've done this i think i think for me obviously i've been listening to podcasts for like years on end so i think and i've never listened to a podcast in my life (laughs) (laughs) so i think it sort of made sense for me to um yeah sort of step up in that kind of way to start with but then as the series has gone on like you've been taking on like a lot more stuff um so but I would probably say I can't even put an out I would say at first I was doing this as a full-time job as well as my full-time job yeah Um, I know it's drowning you yeah for real but then as time's gone on you've obviously started doing a lot um, a lot more of the social media stuff, uh, which meant that I can spend more time on editing. We also got into a rhythm of when we should be recording and things like that. So, yeah, so we wasn't like crushed for time and you exactly. weren't dying under pressure. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I think like we learned so much of like what to do and what not to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I think the second series, we hopefully shouldn't really be spending that much time on it. But yeah, I'd say it probably went from like four. Girl, second series, we're going to be rich and someone else going to be editing them. <laughs> literally, literally. <laughs> Although I'm a greedy bitch. So if there's, like, if there's more money, I'm fucking taking it. I'll pocket like, it. Hire me. <laughs> yeah. But I, yeah, I, re- I actually, I'm not going to lie. I really enjoy the editing process, but it's more just the amount of time that it takes as on yeah. top of the full-time job yeah i yeah. i definitely think that it would it would the whole process would be much more freeing if this was our full-time job oh yeah oh my god how great would that be if this was our full-time job i would love life like i would honestly love life because like for the past three weeks we've been trying to do this bonus episode and i've just been like obviously struggling really bad with my mental health as well yeah. as you and yeah. i just haven't wanted to do it but now that we're doing it i'm like damn i really missed this oh my god same i was just thinking that like it got to last the i think maybe last weekend or the weekend before where we were ready to do it well Taylor was ready to do it, so I'm sorry about that. She's done her makeup. I was ready. I was coming into work, bitch. And you know, it takes her three hours to do her makeup. It was like three and a half. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And I'd I'd messaged her last minute, and I was just like, I I literally I cannot do this, um, just because yeah, the depression hit so bad, and I was just like to. I don't want to ever lie to our audience I don't want to put on a show and yeah we talk about being depressed and we talk about all these things um but like it's it's different I don't know how to explain it like I as I said I'm sort of coming out of it Taylor you're probably still a bit more in it than I am (laughs) but yeah it does it takes up a lot of your energy and, and it takes up a lot of energy to be able to laugh at I know it. you're saying you're saying you don't want to come on and like act fake happy when you feel like your world's going to shit exactly. but even though we laugh about our world has been going to yes. shit it's kind of more like 
past tense and we've had time to think about that and and deal yeah. with that situation to then bring humor onto that situation exactly as when you're living in the moment trying to do a bonus episode about yeah how you're so. feeling now it's like you don't want to come on like oh my god everything's great yeah exactly it's like i can be i can be depressed but i have to be a certain level of depressed to be able to laugh at it right Fun- a functioning depression level exactly depressed with a sprinkle of fucking hundreds and thousands of, you so know? bitch how many hours did it put <laughs> I don't know. I I would say by the end of it, I was putting in at least an hour and a half a day um, during the week. And then maybe two to three hours. Actually, okay, I lie. Maybe three to four hours Saturday and Sunday. So someone get this girl a check. (laughs) Someone get this girl a check. But someone create this girl a GoFundMe account right now. (laughs) Like it was it was a lot, but as for you as well, because um yeah, by the end of it, you was getting really good at like doing a lot of the social media stuff and I'd go online and I'd be like, oh shit, Taylor's already done that. Tick tick. Then there'd be times like we would go like I would go on to post and like we would have post something at the exact same time. Oh my god. Like this bitch never turns off. She never turns off like girl, relax. Girl, take a nap. Take a fucking nap. Honestly, I was like, shit, she does not turn off. Like she's just going and going and going. Like girl, I got this. Literally. But yeah, say a lot. Anyway. Um yeah, so moving on. How do you feel about putting your dirty laundry? Out, how do you feel about putting your dirty laundry out for everyone to hear? Oh god! Well, first of all, I don't wear underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing coming out that I wouldn't flash. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> hey, fucking man. Um, yeah, to be fair, it took. It's I. I've had years to come to terms with the fact that I would one day want to voice things that have happened in my life whether it's through like a podcast or writing a book or whatever okay um, I'm not gonna lie like when I was like 18 like kind of coming out the Kike shit like I used yeah. to want to write a book and have a movie about me you, <laughs> you need one bitch <laughs> you could need one so this is like you know it's really cute yeah <laughs> it's like a mini movie it is it really is so like it's, it's weird because like for, for strangers and it's, it's weird as well because I don't actually speak to a lot of my friends about these situations so although I said I'm attention seeking most of my friends will tell you that like they'll be like I'm so surprised that that thing happened to you or I never knew that about this and it's like yeah because that's why I've got these chronic tension headaches bitch because <laughs> I've got it all locked up in my fucking head um so for me it was like a therapeutic way to be able to speak to friends and speak to strangers without actually having to confront it yeah <laughs> that makes you know what sense. when someone I know messages me about the podcast I'm like oh cringe they know I'm fat they know I'm <laughs> yes. eat. like oh my god but then like when we get like comments or questions from like random people I'm like oh my god yeah. like, it's so inspiring yes but <laughs> those those ones and like one so one of our friends from like our old school um she yeah she was saying you make me want to shout out to the world about all of my problems and it's like that is exactly the like the sort of feedback that we 
like which we, we wanted that's what we wanted to achieve we wanted to be able to create a space where things that are normally taboo can be talked about and like it's okay yeah 100%. So, yeah so obviously yeah we're like the front runners for this happening because we're literally airing it out but um if us shaming ourselves or put throwing our shitty laundry out on the streets help someone else come to terms with their shitty laundry that's yeah. a job well done amen exactly exactly that's the way to round it up i'm feeling like we're just gonna skip this question <laughs> how for mental health i was <laughs> literally <laughs> the first season <laughs> i was literally just thinking the same thing <laughs> okay <laughs> i mean we've kind, of, we've kind of already touched it it's been fucked yes thank you for asking you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> okay um oh sorry you go ahead for the next one how do you guys come up so next question how do you guys come up with topics we live now, with bitch <laughs> a, great de- a great amount of thought and detail comes into this um basically we call each other out we've like had hr meetings everything else and we're just like damn we want to talk about this <laughs> yes sometimes like the the first few are very like thought out no i would say the first few maybe the first one and then um we wrote so you wrote a long list of crazy shit that happened in your like your or our lives and i did the same and then so um some episodes we were like to be we've re- we've recorded two episodes which we might not release um and basically sometimes we record an episode of topics that we want to talk about and then we're like bitch that did not go well <laughs> yeah no that was too deep that was too dark that was too yeah yeah exactly exactly um so yeah but i feel like with the episodes like like that that we haven't released and they have been really deep it has been nice to just talk about it 100 percent, i totally agree and so like with those episodes where that's happened and then i'll like after I've edited, I'll send to Taylor and I'll be like, Taylor, what do you think of this one? I don't think it's going down or whatever. Then we're like, fuck, we've got a rush and quickly re-record another episode because our podcast is meant to come out in like four or five days um, or two, three days or whenever it is that we've realised that the episode didn't go out. And in those instances, we're like, right, do you remember that time you got fucked in the ass by a cucumber? Let's talk about that. <laughs> we just eeny, meeny, miny, mo the list that we already have. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I think this season will be a, a little different. I think we'll we'll probably have more of a like this this first yeah this first season was sort of just like trying it out let's get our name out there let's go whereas like the second one hit wonders yeah yeah exactly exactly um but obviously the people are crying out for more i let them scream bit Oh, can I send you a picture of these really nice fucking things I made today? Yeah. They're keto shrimp boom boom. They're keto boom boom shrimp. And they are fire. And I had them in a lettuce wrap. Oh, they look really good. I might I've actually got prawns. I took just took some prawns out of the freezer. Maybe I'll make them send me the recipe. They are so good. I made mm. them with almond flour because I'm skinny. Stunning. 
Um, so yeah, so this is the part where we read out some crazy fucking stories that you guys sent sent in. Thank you so much, everyone, for taking the time to send in questions and stories. By the way, okay. Um, I've picked a story that I want to tell. Um, have you picked one that you want to tell? Um, mine's really short and sweet because that's exactly how I like it. Mine's a catfishing and hat fishing story. <laughs> okay, this person says, I mean, I once had an updated my Tinder slash grinder profile. Pro- bitch, hold on. <laughs> Have you still got a shrimp stuck in your mouth? Oh, I really fucking do. Hold on. Okay. <clears throat> News anchor. <clears throat> I mean, I mean, I once had an updated my Tinder grinder profile in maybe half a year. I think that's one to two years. Oh. Oh, wait, actually. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. I don't, you even did six months or one to two years. I don't know which one, but you did one. <laughs> And have put some put on some timber during that time, thanks to the drive-throughs. I'm assuming timbers means some pounds yes. and kilos. Okay, went to this guy's house for a hookup. He opens the door and just takes a long, hard look at me up and down, and says, "Um, no." and shuts the door that's the story does this make me a catfish who knows <laughs> and this is from none of your goddamn business because it's too embarrassing um i would definitely say you're probably on a catfish level yeah i would i would say that you could graduate from catfish university babe like but it's fine we've all been there we've all been there but you have had that the fucking hardest never have i have i had a hard no 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 yeah no I don't know if that's just because, like, the guys I date are fucking desperate as fuck. They're like, fuck it, we'll take it. <laughs> we'll take it. Any holes of goal. Put a bag over your head. <laughs> Let's go. They're like, mom, we caught the wild hog. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I guess we, we lucked out. <laughs> yeah, like that. Oh, God. That actually breaks my heart a little bit. Um, because I'm just thinking, like, Okay, yeah, he said no, but now he's got to watch you turn around and walk off of his front garden. I know, like he wasn't even horny enough to be like, you know what, he's already here. Literally. And this is from my, I'm not fucking stereotyping, but men would literally fuck a donut if you put it in front of them. Actually, I'm making this really terrible for this person. I'm gonna. Stop. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I feel bad for them. I feel alone. so. I actually leave Peter alone. Yeah, like we we've all fucking been there. I like I don't know what's worse. Would you say that that's worse, or, or would you say it's worse when someone on the date is like, "Oh my god, we've had such an amazing time. I literally can't wait for you to meet my friends. When are we going out next?" And then they never speak to you again. Um, bitch, the cold heart. Uh, no it's way worse at least lie to me and make me feel like oh it's gonna go somewhere like 
But at I least know. think maybe you met someone on the way home that was just better than me. I don't know. But I'm, I, I don't know. I think I'm a firm believer in the honest truth. So if someone was literally like gave me a hard no, then that would make me think I'm going to get my life together and I'm going to come back and I'm going to knock on your door and then I'm going to be like, look at me, bitch. Um, no. <laughs> that's a hard no for me too. Okay. Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty peak. Your fellow catfish sisters are here for you. <laughs> okay, mine's a long one, but it's fucking jokes. I'll read out the um, subject after. Okay, first, English is not my first language. Also, I'm bipolar and bisexual. Hey, welcome to the club. When my girlfriend who I live with and I broke up with, um, I, as usual, went into a manic episode that lasted pretty much the entire summer. I drank way too much and took a taxi to work, hungover as fuck every day. The day we broke up, I got drunk and went out, slept with some guy on the way home, very public places, including a, cement- including a cemetery. God damn. <laughs> I could not remember his name or face after probably for the best time as a side it was a ghost that's why bitch <laughs> it was a ghost <laughs> she's out there fucking on someone's placard john smith 19 1962 had it good <laughs> i was way too drunk to consent but it's okay been through worse okay shit i'll i'll retract everything i just said um john smith you rapist <laughs> huh i said john smith 1962 you rapist <laughs> good thing he's fucking dead prick um <laughs> first my friend in brackets female female was sure she would not live for long and wanted a threesome girl i feel that energy. that is the best fucking that is the best <laughs> one to fucking say. i'm dying can i have a threesome Literally. i'm surprised no man has tried that that used to be my excuse for everything when i was younger i'd be like fucking sniff three lines of cocaine well oh, i'm not gonna live long so fuck it um i was not very keen but i'm a trooper and a good friend <laughs> <laughs> wasted as shit she invited a dude she dated for a while to her dad's house girl we've got a story about that anyway um and there was some foreplay action in the jacuzzi until her dad came home me being a trooper said your dad didn't have a jacuzzi though (laughs) yeah fucking (laughs) fucking waste of space <laughs> Me being a trooper said I have a guest room and planned on leaving them to it. What does that mean? Like she was gonna leave them to carry on getting it out in the jacuzzi oh, while right. she goes to the guest room. Right, okay. Um and planning on leaving them to it. Also, can I just say that this person whose English isn't first language probably writes English better than me. Um I'm planning on leaving it and going to sleep myself. <laughs> My friend did not let me, however, and again, I was a trooper. It was fun and awkward. I remember the guy whisper, can I come inside of you? Oh, I hate it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just carry on. Actually, to be fair, I don't, I don't mind it when people say that. Bitch, can you carry on? I'm flicking my bean right now. <laughs> of course why would he not me not thinking about condoms or anything because i'd been in a relationship with a girl for so long plus drink and manic the guy was such a creep my friend noticed he had taken a picture of us without our consent um of me and noticing it all i stole his cigarettes while she deleted them and asked him to leave do you know what fucking good on you girls good on you you for having his wallet (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, you should have stole the wallet, the phone, the fucking clothes on his own back and sent him out naked. But good on you for fucking saying something because, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, like that's the sort of energy that we're after, girls. Big dick energy. Big dick energy. No, do you know what? Big pussy energy. Fuck these bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I managed to take some photos of him naked before getting (laughs) I love how she's like he took these photos without our consent but (laughs) I managed to take some photos of him naked before getting dressed and for some reason posted it on my Snapchat story (laughs) my friend and I was laughing naked on the bed when my ex who still lives with me came in fucking plot twist um sorry that was me saying fucking plot twist she was in a good mood until we said what happened and suddenly we we're in a huge fight fucking shock come um so so loud my neighbor came over and asked me to come over and drink with her anything to leave i went that's so weird could you imagine like you being in a fight with your girlfriend and your neighbor coming over like hey do you want to come over for a cocktail i've got a cup of tea on the stove love <laughs> like, okay let's let's pause this I'll see, <laughs> let's fucking go over um but i'm sure she was probably just doing it to like disperse the argument is that the right word mm-hmm um i didn't speak to that guy for the rest of the summer and by the grace of god i did not get pregnant i was sleeping with my drug dealer the rest of the summer though my friends tried did, to... i'm just gonna i'm just, this was my story i, I was just it. about to say <laughs> did you write this in bitch <laughs> did you write this in this is my story i wrote it in. stop attention seeking hun you're already on the podcast <laughs> um then dot 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 the eye infection why i went to work and kept drinking trying to put makeup um trying to put on makeup to make the eye look bigger and the and the other smaller after weeks with three different medications that didn't work my doctor sent me to the hospital it was chlamydia As the good person I am, I sent the creepy dude a message. Oh, sorry. Which creepy one? The drug dealer or... Sorry, she said it here. I, I misread it. As as the good person I am, I sent the creepy threesome dude a message saying that he should get, te- get tested. He apparently had gotten a girlfriend and then got dumped because he had chlamydia and she didn't believe it happened before they got together. Spoiler, he is a cheater, so sorry. But I was still naive and drunk and manic. So when he said I was cute with my eye infection and that... Like one small eye and one big ass round eye with like pus coming out. He's like, you're cute. But you're so cute. But I'd still fuck it. <laughs> it ain't looking good for the um, no guy. <laughs> and that he wanted to take me out. And I said, yes. It was the beginning of three years of hell. Him cheating, lying, making me feel so shit. When my mum got cancer, I had to say no more. I can't let her die whilst I'm still with him. But this is fucking plot twist after plot twist. It is. I love how... need a book. I love how, like, the start of the love story is, and then she gave me chlamydia, and and I'd never look back. (laughs) (laughs) Then he started dating a girl I kind of knew. He cheated and was a dick to her and lied about having cancer. 
I knew it when it's, bitch, how is this girl going to lie about having cancer when her mum has just fucking had it? That's psych- I know. psychopathic. Um, I knew it. I knew it when his girlfriend told me, but I didn't say anything. Just asked what kind, what treatment and so on. She didn't know. Neither did his brother. But she's now one of my best friends. Everything happens for a reason. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry this got so long. This is the short version. And she did leave her name, but I don't know if she wanted us to say it, so I'm not going to say it. Um, But, girl, this is fucking jokes. (laughs) I love how this is the short version. I hope you've got some more stories for us. I hope your eye infection okay. (laughs) (laughs) At least you got a best friend out of it. Yeah, no, that is really, actually really cute. (laughs) Um, And then there's only one other story that I want to read out just because I feel like um, this one is really short because it's about an attention-seeking little twat bag. Do you want to hear it? Okay, go ahead. It's a traumatic childhood story. Here's a traumatic childhood story for you. Being dot, 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 being gay and Turkish. Do I win a prize? Can we fucking guess who that is, Mr. Oz? Oh, dog. (laughs) (laughs) Like, bitch, you already got a segment on a podcast. Yeah, you had a whole fucking episode. Get over it. You had your therapy session. You've got a dog. Move on. (laughs) We get it. We get it, babes. (laughs) You didn't catch chlamydia in the eye. (laughs) Try again. Never. (laughs) There's less shit going on. Honestly. Give these people... But you know what? Recently, I found out that Mr. Roach had a new girlfriend and she's really young. How Um, young? Bitch, she's 19 and he's 36. Wow. He is on his way to fucking jail. So, obviously, like, I messaged her, like, hey, by the way, your man's still texting me. Because he does, like, he texts me all the time saying that I'm still the one and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You know how stalker she is. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, she became a pretty cool, like, she's actually really nice. She's a nice little girl. And that's that's my fake friend. <laughs> I've made a fake friend. <laughs> Love a good fake friend. You know, they do a lot for you. They do really, really. really. Yeah, I loved it. So I've got a fake friend too. I can relate to the whole entire story. <laughs> oh, I actually want to I want to meet this girl. But yeah. So that is all the time we have for you bitches. This was a bonus episode. You're lucky you even fucking got it. <laughs> Um, no but it's been really fun and really cute it's actually made me want to get started on season two so i hope you're ready bitch yes bitch i would totally agree it's been so much fun getting back into it um yeah you can find us on our socials um two fat bitches podcast that's two the number two fat with a ph and bitches with a z on the end um and that's the same on facebook as well you can find me on my private which is zion aisha z-i-o-n-i-y-e-i-s-h-a and you can easily find me at taylor.robin that's t-a-y-l-a robin r-o-b-y-n we'll see you soon bye bitches bye